You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. I was going to say happy hump day. I feel like there's only two options that we always ever say. (laughs) I know. We got to change it up. Man, every time we say those things, I think about Travis and I miss him so much. I know. You guys don't know. know, um, I don't think we've talked about this uh, yet on the podcast. So if you guys don't know, um, our mentor that Becca and I, I was working with him. I calculated out. It was like three and a half years. um, And you were working with him for about a year and a half. Uh, Mm -hmm. he passed away, unfortunately, unexpectedly, and, um, just a tremendous loss. Very, very sad. I still can't believe it. He was the one that did our infertility podcasts. If you listen to those, um, yeah, we went to his memorial. I I was able to go to his memorial a few weeks ago and it was just, it was, it was so hard. It's so hard to have someone so young and so healthy, um, Mm -hmm pass so quickly yes and unexpectedly and so, so um anyways we will I mean, dedicate this podcast episode yes. to travis zipper he always opened his videos welcome you know, back or something like that welcome back or whatever and he always said travis james zipper so <laughs> um anyways we will celebrate his life and continue doing our work because of him he yes. was taught us so much so so much today we are talking about winter blues because I've heard from so many people already just that they are struggling to get up, stay in their normal routine. It's dark, it's cold, it's rainy. I'm actually very excited for this Sunday. I know some people don't like the time change, but Sunday, the night, Oh, this Mm -hmm. Sunday, you're right. Cause this is coming out next week. Yes. So I'm excited because I, Becca and I both, we work out early. She's at like mm-hmm. 5, 515. I've been going to the gym at six back by 715 at home. Um, and it's been pitched black outside both ways. I'm going to the gym and I'm leaving the gym and it's dark. So I'm excited that it'll at least be, um, you know, bright out uh, earlier in the day. I'm not super excited though that it's going to be dark at 5.30 p.m. with a toddler at the house. No kidding. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, what am I going to do with you this whole winter? And I think that the, here's the thing. I think winter blues are definitely something more apparent in cold weather areas. Um, you know, in Florida, in areas like that, I don't think that they deal with this as much. Um, but we do want to talk about it's very common, guys. Here's the thing. Like, there is a reason that depression and those, you know, disorders are higher in areas where there's not as much sunlight throughout the day, like Alaska and, you know, different places where it's cold more often. Um, it's not easy to get yourself going when you never see daylight, when you are leaving the house in the morning and it's dark out, you're sitting in an office where you don't see light very much. And then you're coming home and it's dark out. It is tough. It is tough to get your mind around it. It's very easy to want to come home and have comfort food and have hot chocolate and all these wonderful things that we should be able to have in moderation. But I think throughout the holidays and throughout the winter months, I mean, let's be honest, we put on some insulation sometimes. Um, and we, <laughs> I mean, that is a perfect nice phrase. We put on infl- <laughs> insulation. insulation. I was going to say so, inflammation. <laughs> insulation. Yeah. 
I mean, it's both. Let's be honest. It's probably a lot of inflammation too, if you're putting on some pounds. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit about like, why do people get the winter blues um, or in other words, seasonal depression um, and why do others not seem to be as impacted? So there's not a completely like 100% answer that is for sure, but experts seem to think that seasonal changes basically disrupt the body's circadian rhythm. So we've talked about this plenty on our podcast. The circadian rhythm is our 24-hour clock. It regulates how we function with sleep, with waking hours. It also regulates our organ function. So the organs run on their own circadian rhythm. Um, That's why at different times during the night, different parts of our body are detoxing. So when our circadian rhythm is thrown off, it can cause us to feel drowsy, it can ha- cause us to you know, feel energized and alert if it's in place. And a lot of this is correlated to sunlight. And so when we are getting less sunlight because of the cold weather months, we end up feeling this type of way. Mm-hmm. And so some ways that people feel with winter blues, feelings of depression that happen most of the day in a seasonal pattern. So like you realize that you're much happier in the summertime than you are in the wintertime. Tiredness or low energy loss of interest in activities you enjoy, changes in appetite or weight gain, and sleeping more than usual. And I, I think that there's few, uh, you know, many other ones that can show up. These are the big ones that I think I see the most with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I sometimes feel as well. Absolutely. Like I don't feel like getting up at five o'clock when it's dark and it's cold, getting out of a warm bed to get dressed and go to the gym. Like honestly, I don't ever really feel like it at that hour. I'm always happy when it's done and I'm always happy when I get there, but it's hard to stay in that routine um, and get up when it's dark and your bed is cozy. But there's a lot of things that we can do to kind of combat the winter blues and keep us on track towards our goals. So I think when this you know, time comes around, we see a lot of people start to make excuses, right? We see a lot of people start to skip their workouts to eat more of these comfort foods. Um, and one of the biggest things that I think can help you through this time is setting some goals and challenging yourself. You know, these goals don't have to be this big, massive, like long-term goal or done even exclusively like in January for a lot of people. They're like, oh, well, I've already, you know, wasted 10 months of the year. I might as well just enjoy the last two months and my, you know, New Year's resolution will be to get my shit together January 1st of 2022. You know, we can make a lot of progress in the next couple of months. And again, this is, you know, why we are doing our Slay the Holiday Challenge, which actually starts uh, the 14th. We have a preparation week. You're going to meet your coach that week. And then as of the 21st, the actual challenge with the competitive component begins. And that carries all the way through to the 31st. Because we know that the average weight gain for people in this time is 12 to 18 pounds pretty crazy, right? And that's some that's some poundage. That's some uh, insulation that uh, some people put on. So we don't want that for you, right? So we want you to be able to set some goals. And again, these can be around habits. That's what our challenge is created around. Um, you could also join a gym. You could, again, have an accountability group or a coach to help you through this and keep you on track. And you can set little goals in regards to, you know, a variety of areas. Maybe this is, you know, 
hey, I want to really focus on my workouts the next couple of weeks and start to build some strength. Maybe I want to start to work on some skills, maybe some gymnastic skills or things like that. Maybe I really want to hone in on my nutritional habits or I've been slacking on water or whatever it is. I want to challenge myself to get X amount of workouts in this month. And you know, every workout I miss, I have to give myself or pay $5 fine or something like that. There's a lot of ways that you can set goals, but make it fun. And I think it's also important to write them down be specific and measure your progress. Yep. That's why I think the silly the holidays challenge is going to be so helpful for so many people because a lot of the times it's just, we lose focus during that time. And it's easy to like your routines thrown off because you have all these days off from work because of the holidays, there's different holiday parties that are happening on random nights of the week. People are in town and want to see you that haven't seen you in a long time. It's really easy to get thrown off during that time. And so the silly the holidays, I love it because it's all about habits and in last year's challenge, people either lost weight or maintained their weight through the holidays, pretty much everyone in the challenge. And so think about easy things you can do, having accountability with a coach, having accountability with a team that you're trying to get points towards so you can get sweet prizes with the competition, and then waking up January 1st and being like, oh, I just crushed the holidays. Like that is what I want for all of our mm-hmm. members that take part in it. And I'm so excited for it. Um, I think it's going to be such a fun thing to do throughout the holidays. So The second thing that you can do to combat seasonal depression is staying in your routine as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Like you guys, we get it. The bed is so cozy. It's so cozy at 5 a.m. in the morning when your alarm goes off, when it's cold and rainy outside or nay snowing outside. Please gag me. I don't want snow. I don't know why I live here. But anyways, your body likes routine, guys. I promise you. And so the more you can stay in that routine, the easier it will be. This is 1000% what has been going on with me with the baby is I got into the routine of like sleeping later because I needed it. Let's be honest. I wasn't sleeping through the night. I was waking up every few hours. She's amazing and sleeps through the night right now. And so what I'm doing is I'm waking up at 445 to pump, but a lot of times I would go back to bed and then I'd wake up with the baby. It would be harder to get out of bed. And I would just feel like I was chasing my tail all morning and I would be in a bad mood. Like I would, I would literally feel my mood deteriorate. And so what I'm doing now is I'm waking up at 445 to pump and I'm staying up and I'm either working or I'm working out. And it has immensely improved my mood. I'm not as tired when I wake up. Like it's so many amazing things are happening because of it. And so if you're finding it hard to get up in the morning for your workout or for whatever you need to do, we call it a five second rule. Five seconds, one, two, three, four, five, get up. You do not have, you do not press the snooze button. It's not even an option. Like literally you got to give yourself this five second rule and implement it. It is very helpful because as soon as you get out of bed, like, let's be honest, you're up, you know, but if you reach over and blindly hit the the snooze button, well, now we're running down, you know, however many snooze buttons we're going to start hitting. And it usually becomes a lot. And so I don't even give myself the option anymore. For a while I was, I was snoozing and then I would fall back asleep and it would be like, and now, and then I had to set multiple alarms and now it's just like, hit the, hit the alarm to turn off, get out of bed, go. Yep. One of the things that I've been doing is I've been getting my workout clothes together the night before and I put them in my bathroom so that I'm not waking my husband up, turn on all the lights. Um, and that has helped me a ton. And honestly, mm-hmm. once you get into this routine, like this morning I woke up, it was like 4.40 and I was like, you know what? I'm either going to go back to sleep for 20 minutes or I'm just going to get up. 
and I just got up and I've been fine. Like, you know, your body will start to naturally wake you up. And sometimes it's a little bit before your alarm. Sometimes it's close, you know, to your alarm. Maybe it could be five minutes after whatever. Um, and so just giving yourself that time and that consistency makes it a lot easier because then, you know, you're not fighting it every single morning because you'll get used to just waking up and feeling good and having energy and not needing three cups of coffee in the morning. Um, which reminds me, I, so I got up at 4.40 this morning and I came downstairs and I was working on a blog. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to make like one small coffee because I'm going to go to the gym at six. So I had a little snack. I was also starving and I got this new um, super coffee that I wanted to try and it was maple pumpkin. I hit it with my elbow, went all over the floor. I got back from the gym. I didn't realize this. So sad. But I also didn't realize that it got all over my white cabinets. Like literally every single one of my cabinets on like the lower half of the kitchen has this maple pumpkin. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing tonight is scrubbing my white cabinets again. Anyways. Wonderful. Rant over. Number three, okay. monitor your activity. Man. I think this is something that you can do um, just to keep you on target, right? We talk a lot about like, you know, setting specific goals. If it's 8,000 steps, if it's 10,000 steps, whatever it is, get yourself a pedometer. You can use your, you know, Apple watch or a ring. A smartphone can even track this. But if you're going to the gym a few days a week and then you're not doing anything the other 23 hours a day, you're not getting enough movement in. So if you've got like a stationary bike at home or you've got like a rower or just anything that you can do to move your body, doesn't have to be intense, but get your blood flow going. The next thing is keep your food quality high and stay prepared. Absolutely. I actually, we were watching a girl um, that we love on Instagram and she was talking about self-discipline and she was talking about how the main difference with people that are disciplined and people that are not is that the people that are disciplined set up their environment to their advantage. And this is a perfect example of that. You have to be prepared guys. You have to plan ahead. We get it cold nights, you know, the, the fire, the sofa, like the blanket, it, it leads us to the treats. We want the, we want the, you know, hot chocolate. We want the wine. We want the cookies. We want the warm comfort food. You need to plan ahead. Stay in your normal grocery shopping and meal prep routine. Try not to leave things to chance because we we know this is when temptation set in and we're more than likely to overindulge or opt for what is convenient. And this immediately, I think of like holiday weeks where people are like, oh, well, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. So I'm not going to go grocery shopping this Mm -hmm. week because we have Thursday and Friday, you know, No, like get to the grocery store, get good things in the house so that the other 80% of the week, you're actually consuming what you should be consuming to help you feel your best and accomplish your goals. And so don't use that. Like whenever we go on vacation and we have, you know, like we're leaving Wednesday, I still go to the grocery store and get enough food to get us until Wednesday. Like, it's not like, oh, we'll just eat whatever's in the house and probably order. Like, no, set yourself up for success. Use a meal prep service or grocery delivery service if you don't want to go to the store. Like, one of the biggest reasons we want to ensure food quality stays high is because we know processed foods and sugars not only leave us craving more unhealthy foods, but they do not provide us as many nutrients as whole foods. And I, I posted this the other day on Instagram, and I never thought of it this way, but everyone says flu season is during the winter. But in reality, we also have to think that Halloween is a candy holiday. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is an overconsumption holiday. Christmas is a bunch of sugar happening. Why do we think that our immune systems are not doing well during the winter? It's probably because we're eating a bunch of sugar and crap that is deteriorating the health of our gut, that is impacting our immune system, which resides mostly in the gut, 
And then we end up sick. Yep. And then you put a bunch of toxic chemicals into your body with a bunch of booze and it's a recipe for disaster. And you're not sleeping on top of that because you're stressed about doing all the things, cleaning, cooking, shopping, Christmas shopping, whatever. So yeah, I saw you post that and I was like, this is so true. I never thought about that way before, but very, very true. All right. We're going to quickly run through a couple of other things here. So one of the things we've talked about many, many times is vitamin D. This is our sunshine vitamin, right? Um, there's a reason that it is called this because when sunlight hits the skin, your body creates vitamin D. And we know that during the winter, it's important to keep your vitamin D levels adequate because we are at a greater risk of getting sick when we do not spend enough time outside in the sunshine. And we're also, if you are in a cold place like the Midwest, we expose less skin to soak in the vitamin D in the winter because I don't know about you, but I'm not the guy or the girl. I'm clearly not a guy, but I'm not the person that's dressing like a Christmas vacation and going outside in my, you know, shorts or whatever and a sports bra in the middle of the winter to get some vitamin D. So supplement, um, you know, I would say if you have had lab work, you know, awesome. If you haven't, get it checked. If you're feeling really run down just in general, sometimes it can be low levels of vitamin D. So uh, make sure that you stay up with that. If you're forgetting to take your vitamin D or you're forgetting to take other supplements that you should be taking, uh, anchor it to something. If you're taking coffee in the morning or you know you get up and you brush your teeth, have your vitamin D there next to it. Um, we always recommend taking vitamin D with fat. So ideally your breakfast, like whole eggs, some nut butter, something like that, because it is a fat soluble vitamin. But if you're struggling to remember to take the supplement, anchor it to something else that you are already doing so you can remember. Another one, which I'll let Becca talk more about is getting a happy light. I love it. I just got it. I've only had it for like a week since you told me about it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. And it's only like 40 bucks on Amazon. Um, so if you live in a colder climate and when you wake up, it is not sunny out, we recommend getting a little happy light or you can get a red light, infrared red light, those help as well. But these happy lights are 10,000 lux. Um, and our brain's chemistry and body clock are affected by light. Like we talk about so much with our circadian rhythm. Light stimulates hormones, neurotransmitters that greatly influence our feelings, our well-being, our emotions, our mood. Bright light exposure early in the day stimulates serotonin, which is the neurotransmitter that improves mood and happiness. And so this Verilux light box mimics daylight by providing full spectrum light without harmful UV rays. Full spectrum or natural light provides important signals to the body to help you relax, focus, feel revitalized. So if you can't get outdoors because you wake up so early and like maybe you're working or you're working out, whatever, you can, this little light is like the size of a tablet. You can put it next to your computer and you can have it shine on you in the morning and it helps so much and it helps your body to keep that circadian rhythm like it should. Yep. All right. Keep up with your personal hygiene. So you've probably heard us talk about this a couple of times. We talked about it in the Friday Fire regarding how you do one thing is how you do everything. And we talked about not sitting in you know your pajamas all day or the sweatpants and baggy sweatshirt with your hair in a bun all day. Take care of yourself and your personal hygiene. I know a lot of people skip shaving their legs, ladies out there. Uh, in the wintertime, you kind of start to grow a carpet on your legs because you're not showing your legs. But I think that if you want to boost your mood and you want to stay confident, that you need to shave your legs. So shave your legs in the wintertime. Um, get up, get dressed, put makeup on, right? Do things that make you feel good. Take a shower, right? Consider these things kind of like your confidence cape. Like I always say like my mascara, I think is my confidence cape because I just 
feel so much better when I have mascara or have my eyes on. I just, most of the days I just do eyeliner and a little bit of mascara, but I feel better when I do that compared to, I think I look like a raccoon when I don't have it on. So um, put your confidence cape on. Make list, time block your day. What gets scheduled gets managed, right? So as we go through this holiday season, we understand the to-do list, all the things you need to get done can be really overwhelming. So make a list and stay in charge of your time. No one else can control your time but you. And I promise you, if you are proactive with this, you take charge of your time and you time block your day, you're going to end up getting time back because you're being more productive. Think about things too that just make you feel good in your environment, right? That make you just feel like settled and calm. Straightening up the house before you go to bed, planning out your you know family dinners and grocery shopping for the week, making your bed in the morning when you get up, um, cleaning out you know your closet or whatever that room is that's a disaster right now. Don't just keep throwing stuff in there like the junk room. I don't know if you grew up with the junk room. I grew up with the junk room and I swear I'll never have a junk room because everything when we would like clean would always go in the junk room and it never got cleaned out. It's just craziness. But you know, these tasks don't have to be big. They're just meant to kind of help you stay grounded and stay productive and get these things done without adding more stress upon stress because you're going 15 different directions and feel like you're running, you know, a thousand miles a minute because you have no plan in place because you're not organized. Yep. And I know whenever I like have a plan in place and I get things done that I want to get done that day, I feel so productive and I'm just happier. Like accomplishing things equals happiness, you guys, because it gives you purpose. And if you have too much on your plate, the next thing you got to delegate. We, you guys, we all want to be superwoman. We all want to think that we can do it all. But the reality is there's only so much you can accomplish in a day. Like everyone has the same hours. We can't do it all. And so during the season, you may find yourself carrying the burden, like Christmas shopping, packing for a holiday trip, cleaning, laundry, getting people, getting your house ready so that people can stay there. Like it is so much going on. You need to learn how to delegate, whether it is splitting things up on a daily, like throughout the week when you're working, you clean one room a day leading into the weekend because you know you're going to have company over or whatever it is. Ask your spouse, ask your family, put chores towards the kids, like get them included in it. My child now loves cleaning the floors with my husband. Like there needs to be delegation because you cannot do it all. I don't care what the stupid Instagram person mom looks like that. She seems that she's got it all together and she's doing it all. She's got help. I promise you, we all need help. And the last thing here, call a friend. Like if you're really struggling, it is likely because you are not getting enough human interaction. Socialization is so huge for our mental health. That is one thing that I think COVID has exposed so much. You need to see people. You need to have interaction with people. Go get coffee with someone. Do a Zoom call. Do puzzles, game night. Like something that gives you joy and brings you joy, helps you laugh, like helps you, your cup is filled when you're done with it and realize this is a temporary season to get through. And a lot of people struggle with it. You are not alone. If you really need help, seek help, guys. Find a therapist. Find someone to talk to. Talk through it because I promise you are not the only one struggling with it. It is very normal in these cold winter months when the sunlight is not out, your body is going through stuff. So try to find ways to follow some of these so that you can combat these blues that we deal with in the wintertime 
and you can have tons of joy that everyone wants during the holidays. Yep. All right, guys. Have a great day. There are There's a link in the show notes for the Slay the Holiday Challenge. Um, if you are listening to this in the morning on Wednesday, November 3rd, you can join us uh, in our Facebook group today. We're going to be doing a live sharing all of the details of the challenge. Otherwise, get on our email list. You'll get the details out uh, to you this week. And we hope that you guys will join us for Slay the Holidays because we kick off on the 14th. So we got 11 days uh, to go. Countdown is on. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.